0: An all-star heavy show with much more in it. You don't want to miss this week's episode of the Indie Ball Report podcast. Back again, episode number 226 of the Indie Ball Report podcast. We're here to tie up some loose threads because we reached our data limit by we, Ryan's here again. We really should probably explain like why you're always here, but like at the same time, I remember someone in the Q and A last year said we want more Ryan, so now you're getting it.
1: Now you're gonna get it. You're gonna make you regret that.
0: Exactly. See, so like I only kind of regret—I only regret it when your power goes out.
1: Yo, I mean, First Energy is the worst company out there. Meded <laughs> in particular. If anybody lives in that area and they're listening, you know exactly what I mean. They're just clueless
0: but uh speaking of news we have a lot of it mainly in the form of all-star announcements because both leagues that hold all-star games announced their rosters this week i think it may have even been the same day i think monday the third for both of them we're going to start with the american association and uh yeah they're creative with how they do some of it uh one division has one too many starters and the other division has one too few starters so uh, i guess we'll start in the east because that's what's written down here first I will note Jose Sermo is listed as a starter with Cleburne, but I believe it was yesterday, the 5th, by the way, recording on Thursday, the 6th. So some of this stuff is going to be a little out of date by the time you get it, but by and large, it'll hold firm. And uh, yeah, so Sermo got his contract picked up on the 5th, I believe. He was listed as a starter. There still isn't a replacement named, but I have to imagine they'll just bump someone from the bench up. Or uh, another starter that got traded from the west to the east may just take their spot. So without, you know, covering that too much, that's the situation over there. Rest of the stars in the east, catcher is going to be Roy Morales from Milwaukee. First base, we mentioned Sermo. that's to be determined. Uh, second base, Brian Torres from Milwaukee. Third bla- base, uh, I was going to say third Blake because the guy's name is Blake. Uh, Blake Tyberty uh he is from Lake County or Lake Country. Yeah, it's Lake Country or Omac, which is kind of fun to say but very hard to say. Short stuff, Josh Altman, Chicago, outfield zach Neri uh Cleburn, Jesus Mariaga, Gary, and Mark Caraviolis, I think it is. Violas? Yeah, I think they're there. All right, close enough, Cleburn guy. I won't mess up Hill Alexander's name because it's kind of weird. It feels like on the paperwork you meant put alexander hill down but hill alexander bro, out.
1: every time i'm doing a daily recap i stumble over it i write it hill alexander hill alexander i know it hill hill alexander and i see it and i'm like oh must be a comma in there and it's uh, alexander hill every time bro I- i'm feeling that grind
0: yeah it's exactly it feels like he should be sitting in the Medi clinic and the nurse comes out and it's like hill alexander just waiting there mm-hmm. and then like three people put their hands up because it's like okay that's not terribly unique but you know, still. Anyway, that's the starters. Any thoughts on the starters in the East before we get to the rest of the guys?
1: Um, I mean, no, not really. Um, I, I don't overly obsess about all-star announcements because there's always weird stuff here like behind the scenes where yeah I don't know. I, I don't worry about too much. I support these. There's no way where I'm looking at them like, oh, excuse me, we're
0: all good. Okay. Uh as far as the bench goes, two guys from Milwaukee, two guys from Chicago, the Milwaukee guys are Cam Balago. And Gabriel Cancel. Uh those are the Milwaukee guys and the Chicago guys are Matt Botcher and Ryan Lidge. Uh that again I don't think we have too many thoughts on it, but that's the guys there. Like Matt Botcher,
1: man. Yeah. Imagine slashing 360, 396, 513, and end up on the backup squad for the All Star game.
0: That's a dude. That. that's a dude that balled out in Chambury the last couple of years too, and is yeah, just Yeah, like, He is a,
1: a problem.
0: I like that dude. I really do. I think he's a solid yeah. player, and I I do wonder if Chicago, you know, either goes out in the first round or somehow misses, if he's chill to just kind of like swing back to Schaumburg if they have the roster flexibility. I don't know what their situation is going to be with all the requirements and stuff, but if they have the roster flexibility, if he just swings back to Schaumburg for like the postseason, just so that way Schaumburg can keep this streak of making the finals alive. Like I could very well see that being a thing.
1: Not like it's far away. they are in the suburbs.
0: Exactly. Right there. All right there. Mm-hmm. And also Ryan Lidge is a dude too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Is, you were right. I mean, he's one of those guys where I feel like for whatever reason, he doesn't jump out. I mean, 311, 398, 460 is very good. Yeah. But I find it like doing these daily recaps, I feel like he is in the mix constantly. Like he's just yeah. like in the moment and getting it done. Or like you'll see like, you know, they'll win like six to four or something, but he had like Three RBI, like off a double in a single or something. And you're like, man, like that was Ryan Lynch again.
0: Yeah, like th- that's just uh, guys like that. Yeah, like honestly, all the Chicago guys that we've mentioned so far, like, cause I mean, that just leaves Altman. Altman's a dude too that's kind of like that, where it's like he was on a tear to start the year, then got cold, but like I still kind of see his name pop up. And I'm like, oh yeah, he'll do something. Like I don't know if he's mm. actually or not, but I just like feel confident with him there. It feels like that's the deal with all the Chicago guys. Like, I feel pretty good about them. It's just like they're not consistent, which is kind of the problem.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's it is a funny thing. And like, even when you look at their like their schedule, like wins and losses, it's just like man, like they can't get it going. I mean, he's still. I mean, the, the average is down 291, which jumps out. That's not three, and you're on the All-Star team, but yeah. like at nine eighty-five OPS is still gross. I mean, yeah. twelve home runs,
0: yeah, getting plus, after it. Then he have like eight in the first like two weeks of the year.
1: Yeah, which I, I almost think hurts a little bit because you're like, yeah. okay, so since then. Yeah, it definitely skews The All-Star team is for the whole season. It's not like who's hot this week. That's weird.
2: Yeah,
0: which is why I will continue to just plead and beg that we can get a stat page for each of these leagues where I could sort by a range, like a date range. like Yeah. That, um, how much easier would that make your life if you could just sort by, like say, May 27th through June 13th? like wouldn't that be so nice Oh my
1: god! No, and you know what the annoying thing is for the Atlantic League they have like the MLB data site yeah. but like you need like a password to get into it and like my password worked for so long and then stopped working like right before the season started out like damn damn you could pull full game logs and all that and, like stat summaries oh, oh man it was heaven I was like Scrooge McDuck just like swimming through data
0: which kind of reminds me off topic thing real quick before we get back on topic when I sent you like sure. the notes and stuff earlier one of the things that comes up when I type your name into find the uh email address is the Lexington Legends account.
1: <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. And like I was uh, low-key
0: kinda of tempted to be like, Let me send the email here. I just want to see if he gets a notification on his phone still.
1: Uh no way. They cut that. Aww. Dude, I knew story time, I knew they had let me go because my I went to log into my email at home. Yeah. And uh it wouldn't log me in. Like I was logged out. Like they already shut me out. I was like, damn, bro. Yeah, we're yeah, cutting great. and running. Well, someday yeah. we'll go through that saga, man. It's a good one.
0: Uh, back on topic though, uh, East Division pitchers, we got to get through these guys Frankie Bartow from Milwaukee, Tyler Beardsley from Kane County, Daniel Byes from Kane County, Joe Colbert from Cleburne, Jack Fox from Kane County, Weston Meyer. I believe it's Meyer. Would that be Meyer? M U I R?
1: Uh, Muir, I believe. Muir? Okay.
0: All yeah, right, so, so i only one wrong. That's not bad. Not like, bad work. Yeah, Matt Shawarin. Pies
1: is the one that gets me.
0: Yeah. See, I just kind of go like pies, but with a B. Yeah,
1: and then Shawarin, honestly. And you handled both those nicely. So,
0: yeah. hey. I'm, I'm impressed by myself with Shawarin from uh, Lake County or Lake Country. That's Probably, the second yeah. one for Lake Country. You did a good job. <laughs> uh, Gregory Vasquez, who made you famous this week from Milwaukee. Uh, mm, big moment. Exactly. Getting that shout out from the American Association. Uh, D.J. Wilkinson from Gary, uh, Christian Young from Milwaukee, and Ryan Zimmerman from Milwaukee. So those are your pitchers. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. Uh, one, obviously, the one that sticks out, is, you know, bias, gross, uh. just absurd numbers. Like if if you don't know the numbers right now, 0. .33 ERA, which is what happens when you give up one earned run in 27 and two thirds innings. Peyton esque. Um, it is just unreal um what else we got going the whip is actually i mean this is so dumb the whip is a 10 like 1.084 which is good but like you'd expect it to be kind of better with yeah. that era but um yeah man just get it done like i i like it his approach is really good i don't know i watched i watched him pitch through a couple of innings a couple of weeks back and i was like damn bro like he flew through because the numbers kept going and you're like oh he'll have a blow up he just didn't so finally. Dug in and watched them on the uh, Fine American Association streaming app, and yeah, uh, yeah man, and it was wild.
0: Yeah, the, that was what it was like for me watching Peyton Gray during the pandemic, where it's just like, dude's done in thirty innings, not giving up a run yet. What, what's this? And then, like his well, first what, postseason, postseason, and he gets taxed for two.
1: Well, the one that sticks out to me is Joe Corbett, yeah. Uh getting in on strikeouts essentially, because he's got a four seven ERA. Yeah, but he struck out 44 in 23 innings. He's got 17.2 K-9. This is silly. Sounds like... Only seven hits. And only seven hits uh per nine. Like, he's not... It, it means not like he's doing bad. It's just he, he's been giving up rounds. If guys yeah. get to him, they get to him. But yeah, boy, well, I mean, 44 the, Ks in 23.
0: Well, that's the nature of a dude that throws hard. If they catch it, it's going to go far.
1: Yep. Yeah, that's how it goes. Uh, f- they wag your life.
0: Yeah. But... Uh... I feel like Jack Fox is a dude that I like. I don't know why. Like he just seems like he's been consistent for for uh, Kent County for a long time. I'm not exactly sure how he's doing in particular this year, but he just feels like a dude that's been consistent for a while.
1: Two, three, six right, man. Yeah. Getting after it. Consistent. Um, and six innings per start too. I love that.
2: Yeah,
0: exactly. He's saving the bullpen.
1: But. Dude, huge man. I don't know if foolish baseball just did a great video on the Chad innings eater. Yeah. Oh, so funny. Just talking about like how the, the OG guys are the guys who just eat innings, even if they're getting shelled, which obviously isn't the situation with Jack Fox, but like yeah. one of those guys is so valuable, especially in indie ball. Yeah. like leading the league in innings by like 20 innings, but just like with a 70 array.
0: See, I feel like, by the so- way, what about
1: Solomon Bates? Uh, well, sorry. We'll get to it. We'll yeah. get to it. I jumped the gun just cause I saw a stat line again. I'm like, damn, dude, Solomon Bates, but I'll show this off control.
0: Yeah. Uh- Well, we'll get to him in just one second because I just want to wrap up the East real quick. In case people are wondering, the uh, leader for the East Division with seven, and that is Milwaukee. Not very surprising because they're hosting the All-Star Game. Up next is Cleburne with five, but that was before Sermo left, so who knows with that. Uh, Four for Kane County, three for Chicago, two for Lake Lake Country, and Gary. Each coming in with two. So there is that. Uh, West Division starters, we'll get to them now. Chris Herman with Kansas City. Uh, He's going to start behind the plate. First base is Mike Hart with Sioux Falls. Second place is Justin Wiley with Kansas City. Sioux City comes in next at third base with Matt Lloyd. Drew Devine will start it short from Lincoln. In the outfield, this is where it gets kind of weird because the formal announcement press release on the website has four outfielders listed for the west division that's evan alexander from fargo nick anderson from lincoln max murphy from winnipeg and darnell sweeney from sioux falls all deserving of course but he can't start four outfielders so that's kind of weird and then there's dylan rosa from kansas city who has been traded to chicago since so i don't really know what the deal is there perhaps this is some sort of uh, edit that they meant to make, and they meant to throw one dude in as a DH. Maybe they just, you know, messed up. That's very well possible as well. But those are, in fact, the starters, so I guess they'll sort that out. Uh, I don't think they have any clarity on it. At least I haven't recalled seeing any clarity on it.
1: Yeah, I mean, my guess is that Dylan Rose is probably going to go to the East and then one of those four is the DH and just, they're kind of going to leave it up to them to, to figure that out. Um I'm really trying to rack my brain, trying to think what other primary DHs they have in the West. And that's like the hard thing about like you're watching games or you're watching box but you're not really, you know, catching who is, at DH and it's not really listed that way on, uh, like baseball reference or on point streak or anything like that. It's kind of, it's the one thing that's really difficult to find is like mm. exactly how many games someone's DH and kind of estimate sometimes if like they have a bunch of ABs, but not, you know, but not a lot of like feeling opportunities, but it, it's a tough one. But I'm trying to think. I mean, there was one year I did the Atlantic League All Stars last couple of years and like there was one where I was like, I don't have a DH for this because there's only two DHs that qualified they both I think 240. So.
0: Here's an extra outfielder. <laughs> like, yeah, but yeah, I don't, I don't know crowd, that I mean, yeah, but uh, yeah, this the same problem you list is the same one I have. Where again, you can't really look it up, you can't really find it. So, I imagine exactly what you said is going to be the case. Rosa will just slide over and then take like Max Murphy or something and put him at DH. Let's just let's call him Max Murphy as a DH for now, just for the sole reason of something like that. He he doesn't need to field coming off a broken leg, so. There we go. We'll call it that.
1: True. Yeah, that's a really good one, actually.
0: So there's that. Uh, West Division Reserves. Uh, I messed up writing his name, but I believe it's Dyson Crows from Winnipeg. Yep. Yep. You got it. Yep. At first, I started writing Dyson on the page, and I corrected it, but the A wasn't mm-hmm. so clear. But, yep, it's Dyson Crows from Winnipeg. Sam Dexter from Fargo, the captain of the Fargo Moorhead Red Hawks. The Twitterless Sam Dexter, too, as uh, Chris Coast <laughs> would have you point out. Uh, Vince Fernandez from Sioux City and BJ Lopez from Fargo round out the reserves.
1: Yeah, um, not a lot though on that one, yeah. but yeah, uh, was trying to pull. I actually don't have BJ Lopez's stats in front of me. I don't know why. I
0: remember um, he's he's been doing solid. At least last time I checked, he was doing pretty solid, especially as a catcher. Yeah,
1: I'm like. I think that's it. I think it's just cut off my list because he's low on plate appearances maybe, but yeah. yeah, I'll, uh, I'll have to pull that back up, but that's why I was a little distracted on that one, but <laughs> yeah, um, well, Vince Hernandez, I guess, like, uh, at first glance, I'm like, yeah, you know, Hernandez is kind of a reach, but he's got what, 10 home runs and they already have four outfielders in there. So you know, I, what am I going to complain about the fifth outfielder on the team? A good dude hit double digit homers. Yeah. Get after it.
0: Yeah, overall pretty solid now i want to know does sam go to the uh, obviously they have their own all-star jerseys we pointed that out and honestly they look pretty good but like i was wondering we you saw those yeah. yeah i thought they looked pretty solid i like the whites a little bit better than the black ones but like overall i both look pretty solid
1: yeah yeah okay PJ lopez dude i yeah. don't know about it
2: yeah
1: fell off uh dude he's sitting under he's below the mendoza oh yeah but then again, I'm like trying to think of the other catchers in the league, <laughs> like
0: especially in the West yeah. too. Yeah, keep that in mind. Yeah, like, Herman's obviously the lock to start, but then like who else is there? Right? Because it's yeah, that's
1: you know because who's catching there. for Lincoln? Yeah, I'm pulling that right now. It's just taking its time. So yeah. I'm just challenging. i have a million tabs, dude. Just a million. All baseball reference. All reflecting a different. Need that I have when I eventually go to therapy. um This is why you need the hundred dollar right,
0: Chromebook on the side that you can just pull up baseball reference with. All right,
1: Luke Roscom. I mean, Roscom's good, dude. Yeah, yeah, Roscom's down over in a year. He's almost hitting three hundred. Question: well, Though there might be, might be one of the things where like, team, well, I can't really see a team at this level being like, yeah, man, don't like use our
0: guy i don't know it's a weird situation i don't know what to make of that unless it's like one of those moves where like we're gonna get to with the frontier league where they're like hey here's 13 replacement guys for personal reasons and health like maybe they're like hey hey raz you want to go to the game nope all right then hey bj you want to go to the game sure okay done
1: could be um and who's our manager in the west
0: I don't know. I don't recall seeing it, but i got to imagine Chris Coast is probably going to get the nod. Right.
1: That's what I And Oh, and Coastie's bringing his catcher. All right. Yeah. All right, Chris. That <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> Wouldn't well, it be funny if it's he all coming together?
0: Watch he pentled and in Evan Alexander to start in the outfield, and they were like, no, he's not supposed to start. <laughs> and that's what we got <laughs> four here. There we go. But, uh, yeah, so that's the position players. The uh, pitchers are Samuel Adams from Winnipeg. Through Boston, probably. I mean, you know, that or this guy owns a program, I know, every time. It's got to be. he got to get tired of hearing those jokes, too. But uh, here's the name that's going to screw me up. Reza Aliziz? At yeah,
1: Reza Aliziz?
0: Aliziz? Yeah, that's probably, that's Dude, probably that's right. That's what I'm
1: going with, but I ain't guaranteeing a damn thing.
0: Again mispronunciations are a feature, not a bug on this show, just like the rate limit is a feature, not a bug on Twitter. Uh, Solomon Bates from Sioux City, Akeem Bostic from Sioux Falls, Jake Dykoff from Fargo, Tyler Grauer from Fargo, Kent Hasler from Sioux City, Trey Jeans from Kansas City, Kevin McGovern from Fargo, Jalen Miller from Kansas City, and two-way player Carell Prime from Fargo. That rounds up the pitchers.
1: Yeah, man. Do Crow Prime. Like, How do you do tonight? Hold on. I'm just trying to think. Um, ooh, not great. do not look good. Twelve to one. The fifth looks like a tough outing.
0: He's saving. Got it for a the funny All-Star feeling. He didn't go
1: four and two thirds, and then they gave up twelve runs. Um, Maybe. Yeah. Did. Wait. No. Well. Hey. Look. Seven runs, two earned in three innings. So See, that's not his fault.
0: Mark. It's not his nope. fault
1: got away with it and you know what you can do that kind of thing because he's homered in his last three games so he's on his grind Um,
0: twitterless captain sam dexter better have words for this team after letting Corell prime down
1: yeah dude you can't be getting that guys doing. he can't do it all even though he's basically doing it all
0: even though he's basically otani at this point
1: someone do something um (laughs) just picking through some stats here
0: true alexander prime has yet to be tried <laughs> That's full uh, cool on that reference, but yeah, that
1: was good work though. I, I respected it.
0: I was going to make it work one way or the other, but uh, just rounding out the totals in case people were wondering: there are six from Fargo that leads the way in the West, five from Kansas City, four from Sioux City, three from Sioux Falls and Winnipeg, and then two from Lincoln.
1: I forget. I don't know why my brain forgets every bad Solomon Bates outing
0: because so like, they' the are still remember? up
1: above three four. Well, it's kind of, he's good for one every few weeks. Like every third, every third start looks like.
0: All right. Then every third start cut him short after three innings.
1: Yeah, that's fine. I mean, you take what you can get, but it just, it threw me off because it's so funny. It's one of those guys where it's very one or the other. It's like, uh, most recent was seven innings, shutty. Then it was six runs and six innings. And then it was seven and two thirds, shutty, seven innings, one run, and then five innings, five runs. And then back to seven innings, one run. Like, okay
0: sioux falls that man. is one way sioux falls is just a weird team they come out with like an absurdly hot heater to get the year started and then just bottom out and then go back to playing like 500 ball i don't even know what the hell's going on with them and then they like add uh, Nagosik back and then move them to mexico like a month later they're a weird team i don't know what to make of them
1: yeah the explorers are a weird crew um both the the sioux teams are just a strange 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 situation and like especially me like really like i paid attention to what was going on in the american but like this is my first year really diving in like yeah. this and man sioux falls is something That is a situation yeah like what, what do you even make of it because like everyone's like oh it's the ballpark i'm like yeah but they have a below average offense man the
2: so back. is
1: it the ballpark's I, bad. yeah So, and again, is that a dimensions thing? Because it's hard to grasp watching the game.
0: It's like a 60-year-old ballpark thing that's, you know, not good. That's part of it. The dimensions aren't helpful either. I think, if I'm not mistaken, it's something I think also with the way the light comes in at the batters for certain parts of the game where it kind of hits you, not exactly in the eyes, but in a spot where it's not good. That's part of it, too. Mm. And I remember oh, guys from the Canaries had a podcast at one point that I used to listen to. <laughs> and they rec- it sounded like they were recording in a bar or something, too, which is always weird to me. But like even they that would complain about though. the ballpark, where they were like, it's not good. We need a new ballpark.
1: <laughs> All right. So it's 300 down the left field line, 311 and right, and then dead center is sitting about 400.
2: Yeah. Woo,
1: that's the situation. Yeah. So. Wow. Sorry, that's such a weird thing. Like, it just, you know, I'm aware of it, but I'm not aware of the specifics. It is a real ballpark, too.
2: Damn. Yeah. So,
1: middle of nowhere.
0: Yeah. Any event, just wrapping up the American Association All Stars, uh, the game and the home run derby will be July 17th and July 18th. Uh, in Milwaukee, technically Franklin, Wisconsin, for those keeping track at home. And in case you're wondering, there is a last man in contest, one more player to each side. That wrapped up today at five o'clock. So you guys will know who got in before we know who got in. Um, the options for the East, Brian Warzik from Chicago, Casey Kolick, uh, from Cleburne, LG Castile from Gary. Josh Allen from King County, Nick Banks from Lake Country, and Anuris, right? That'd be Anuris? Yep. Yeah, Anuris. Yep. And Rosario from Milwaukee in the east, in the west, Alex DuBord from Fargo, uh, Gavin Collins from Kansas City, Connor Panis from Lincoln, Mitch Verberg from Sioux City, Wellington Dotel from sioux falls and luis ramirez from winnipeg that is your options there everybody got to vote one in but that voting wrapped up five hours ago so uh just figured we mention it because that is part of the thing here i wonder if it's going to be a true whoever voted got the most votes gets in or if this is going to be one of those yeah this Mm -hmm. guy got the most votes got in type of thing
1: Yo, um I'm on a totally different page here. I'm just gonna be very upfront about that. Yeah. Um, because I love long ball. Okay. And uh I was just wondering if like the home run during the Atlantic or the American Association is usually legit, and I looked up last year. Wow, it is. Yeah. The boys were hitting some bombs last year, baby.
0: Good yeah, they're God. in Chicago, right?
1: Yeah, David Thompson hit twenty three to win it in the finals. <laughs> Lord. That's that's uh that's going off.
0: Yeah. I got a, uh, that the home run derby is going to come up later on in the, uh, in the prop section of this show, but, uh,
1: Uh, I jumped the gun.
0: See, you're, the problem is you're too quick. You're too fast. That's the problem.
1: Hey man, I'm just thinking ahead, man. I'm a planner. Yeah. I'm not a doer.
0: That's, that's all you need to know. But any thoughts on the uh, last man in guys?
1: Uh, no my only thought was man it's a lot <laughs> it's yeah. a lot of guys like usually even mlb is like here's four good luck
0: that's the thing like i but, thought uh, three or four would have been good not like how many six
1: yeah it's, and i guess maybe it feels like more because it's doubled for the divisions. So that's probably part of it yeah I mean, and, like when you read them all in one go you're like Oof. yeah and it is um,
0: technically just one per team but like it's still i just i don't really think we needed an extra person from like country even gary seems a little extreme like winnipeg is 19 and 30 i don't really think they need another rep um <laughs> that's cold dude. i'm just saying you're 11 games under 500 and on a five game losing streak like let's be realistic here
1: yeah sir um yeah, I mean, that's just hard to hear it. But yeah, you no. Know, when you say it, you, you can't argue.
0: It, it's bad. It's it's getting bad north of the border. I mean, like, I don't want to judge off in one year. But I'm just saying, you know, there's some consistency between those, like, Gary seasons for a long time and now Winnipeg. If you look at who's managing the club, you know, there's, there's mm-hmm. some common denominators there. Yep.
1: Yeah hmm I'm not you saying said, it you is. You said the thing. Just, you thought the thing and you said the thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, there's a reason why he went from the Giants' org to not in the Giants' org in like a year's time. Yeah, fair. Yeah, so fair. I'm just, I'm, I'm just pointing that out as a thing. So, <laughs> anywho, so that's the American Association All-Stars. Good for them. Yeah. So, uh, going to the Frontier League All-Star game now. Uh, we what? mentioned earlier, but there's 13 replacements that have been Name for various reasons in some cases such as in the case of Taekwon forbes who also has gone to mexico it would be that reason other guys it's injury others are just listed as personal reasons which i assume means i kind of had a vacation scheduled for that week so i'd rather not go (laughs) which i wouldn't blame anyone there's no games from like the 10th through the 13th so like you know, you have a three-day window pretty much from 11, 12, and 13 if you're not in it. You just got to be make sure you're back by like 14 if you're a home team.
1: Super quick story. Oh. Uh, last year, uh, Lexington was hosting the... They, they made a deal to host the Sun-something uh, something conference championship. The, uh, their, their conference tournament. Yeah. So that was like four days of not having a game. So it ended up being like no game Monday, as usual, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or maybe it was even, no, that's what it was. I think it was no game Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then off day Monday, like usual. So basically a week off in all of the year. Yeah. And everyone, and they didn't schedule it, like, cause they, the two teams playing in that ballpark, the genomes and the legends, yeah. weren't playing each other. So they ended up saying, okay, well, I think like High Point was supposed to be playing in Lexington. So they gave High Point the genomes, uh, <laughs> opponent. And then both teams ended up not playing that week. And like, yo, players were mad as hell. Coaches weren't happy. It was a whole thing. Cause it wasn't really communicated properly either. Yeah. And long story short. So myself, PJ and uh, Mark, I believe too, yeah. we're all kind of starting to like grind, trying to find some way that we could play each other, like get a genomes game and maybe play it like university of Kentucky or something in town, yeah. like do a cool outreach thing with it. And then like, we floated the idea like a day and a half later, like, Hey, we're trying to get this going and so many players were like hell nah bro <laughs> like we already booked something <laughs> like it was so quick i i always admire it i was like damn like you went from like mad to like we're going to vegas so quickly it was unreal
0: I i respect that too because they were like you know what wait a minute now we got a vacation in the middle of the year how often this has happened
1: right exactly right and if i remember too like it was right after like the legends like might have gotten hot too. So they, yeah. at the time, were kind of like, "Oh, damn!" But like the genomes think like, we're on a streak. They're like, "Hey, maybe not the worst time. For, like on a yeah. losing streak." I mean, they were like, "Yo, not a bad time for a
2: break."
0: I, honestly, I respect that they're just like, "Hold on, now, wait, we, we could get an Airbnb for like twelve fifty. If we just have everyone pulls like fifty bucks in, we're good."
1: I mean, I'm a, I'm just gonna say straight up, that was definitely a Brandon Phillips' purchase. I don't think there was an Airbnb involved.
0: <laughs> Fair. Fair. it's easier to
1: convince people to do, go to vegas and they ain't got to pay for stuff and also they're young guys going to vegas and they don't have to miss any baseball for them. fair so, i don't i don't know why i would act like that was a hard convincing job
0: yeah i mean really just like y'all want to go to vegas yep okay yep no further questions yep just make sure you don't bring any mini bats through airport security they're gonna take that shit from you <laughs> oh, man metapole but uh like threats but in any case east division starters uh Catcher, uh, Rusper Estrada from New Jersey. First base, Kevin yeah, Barnum from New Jersey. Second base, Tucker Nathans from New York. Third base, James Nelson from New Jersey. Shortstop, Matt McDermott from New York. Outfield is Josh Rewalt in New Jersey, Pat Kibblehan, New York, and Edwin Mateo from Sussex County. We have pretty much an all New Jersey starting lineup here between Sussex, New Jersey. In New York, which is like five miles over the border from New Jersey into New York. So it might as well be a New Jersey-based team at this point.
1: There's, there's a certain energy to it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's basically Ramapo at that point, but yeah. <laughs> uh, all uh, all thoughts on that starting lineup there? What was that? Any thoughts on the lineup?
1: Um, no, I mean, hard to say, no, the Jackals guys, but with the numbers they put up, uh, especially like they went on the road and they put up those numbers again. So kind of silenced all those arguments about, you know, where they're playing. Keon Barnum's a monster though.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a given. The second we saw him in the frontier league, we're like, oh, so we'll just pencil him in for player of the year.
1: Facts. Yeah. Uh, need some pitching, uh, but that is, he is definitely helps out that situation. Gives you a little more breathing room.
0: Yeah, definitely there. So then, uh, Going over to the reserves in the East: Rodrigo Orzico, uh, Three Rivers; uh, Taekwon Forbes, mm-hmm. New Jersey; now in Mexico, J.R.D. D. Sarcina from Empire State; Cito Culver from Tri City. Jum- oh my God, this is gonna this one's going to be bad. Uh, Jeremy. Jeremy. Uh, yeah,
1: Jeremy. Jeremy,
0: Jeremy you're yeah. there. All right, Jeremy Profar <laughs> from. <laughs> Profar, you you how'd you butcher the easy part? Profar, yeah, I said Profar.
1: Oh boy, continuing. Sorry, I should let it go. That's all, man. Uh,
0: eh, let it is what it is He's from Quebec. Eighty grade <laughs> name in Sicknarp Loofstock, yeah, Ottawa. Uh, that's a fantastic name. Dude's bounced around for oh, a while. Good. But, uh, it's a great name. And then Zach Whalen from Empire State. Those are the reserves.
1: I like Empire State getting representation. I mean, as they've as had some guys balling out.
2: Yeah,
0: not to jump ahead, but um, there's at least one, I believe, two teams that now Empire State has more All-Star reps for.
1: I'm not sure that's necessary, but Uh, I mean, life is weird.
0: When we get to the West, people will see what I mean. But uh, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's interesting in the West. (laughs) Yeah, this league's done a 180 from uh, from May. Yeah, that's a good point.
1: Yeah. Didn't
0: yep. think of it that way. Yep. Uh, East Division uh, pitchers. Griffin Baker, Sussex County. Grant Larson, Ottawa. Raymond Gudon, uh, Tri-City. Lance Lusk, New Jersey. Frank Montesquello, Quebec. Robbie Hitt, Sussex County. What a name for a pitcher, by the way.
1: Uh-huh, yep. yep.
0: Tucker Smith, uh, Three Rivers. Matt Vogel, New Jersey. And Mark Moclair from Sussex County
1: solid the top end pitching in the uh, in the frontiers are pretty good man and there's a couple names where kind of, I'm like eh, I don't know about it but like they kind of are in that vibe where you know if the the numbers don't necessarily seem like they're there but there's like one stat where you're like oh yeah that's pretty nasty like you're just at that point putting the guy's stuff in there so I kind of get that um, yeah I don't got no, no criticisms on this
0: but Lance Lusk
1: Lance you know my feelings on Lance Lusk dude he's just unreal
0: Hey, he's solid And then Frankie Montescalo. He should be a Long Island duck still. He just fits with Long Island.
1: I know, man. Or at least like Staten Island. I'm surprised. I was going to
0: say Staten Island, Island, Staten Island has gone hard into like that really stereotypical Italian New York thing. They've just turned full wheel into that.
1: You know where I don't necessarily see him? Quebec. (laughs)
0: Look, it's very Italian (laughs) in Quebec. Look at their manager, Scalabrini.
1: Uh, you know, yeah, there you go. Fair point.
0: Yeah, see, there you go. Uh, as far <laughs> as the East Division replacements go, uh, Jason Dicocchia uh, from Ottawa, Orey Anu from Sussex County, Jimmy Boyntz from Sussex County, Ronnie Volacolo. yes,
2: yeah. yeah,
0: Sussex County, Kyle Kroll, <laughs> Quebec, and Chris Quitzer from new york and i know at least one individual that upon hearing quitzer was named to the all-star team quite literally booked a flight rental car and hotel in uh crestwood illinois to go to the all-star game no way really dead serious yes wow mom no for f- huh. fan <laughs> how
1: about that i don't even
0: want to say that i like the vibe i appreciate the vibe just like yeah big chris quitzer guy so he's just like going out there now <laughs> <laughs> i was like i could the only reason i know is because i jokingly sent him a thing like he's like you see quits get getting the all-star game and so i just sent him a screenshot of like the google flights from new york to chicago and he's like oh i already was on it and he sent me a picture of his reservation i was like oh shit. that's unreal i was like i respect that dedication
1: <laughs> yeah hell yeah man
0: but uh, yeah absolutely. Those are- yeah, those are your Eastern Division All Stars. Uh, the coaches, as you could probably guess, the Sussex County Manager Chris Widger is uh, the manager in the East. Uh, the other coaches are Thomas Incavilia from Tri City and Clip Garza from New Jersey. Yeah,
1: um, yeah, not a ton of thoughts on that. I mean, solid. I don't, you know what I mean? There's much to say other than like, "Yep, they're all very good at the baseball."
0: They they do that baseball
1: they let's do that baseball
0: yep um uh, and then ryan uh Scumacy. Uh, sure. yeah the tri-city no, uh trainer is going to be the trainer <laughs> over here uh, we're going to go with that it's going to be like those to old, it. it's like those old madden games where belichick wouldn't give his rights over so it's new england coach what yeah see trainer <laughs> uh uh And for those keeping score at home, seven All-Stars for New Jersey leads the way, followed by Sussex County with six, New York with four, Ottawa with three, Quebec with three, and then Three Rivers, Tri-City, and Empire State all have two. So there's that. Uh, Going to the West Division, the starters are Dakota Phillips uh, from Evansville catching, brennan price at first base from florence second base is chase dawson schomburg uh gateway has both two outfielders and the third base and shortstop they are dj stewart abdel diaz andrew ben- penner uh jarius richards and then jeffrey bias from evansville rounds out the starters there uh so there is that Richards, i know is like top of the league in stolen bases i believe he's around 28 or so if i'm not mistaken I can do a double check on that. Yeah, um, I only know this because I was just checking. Thirty down. now, yeah, thirty Thirty? Okay, so we did get to thirty. I wasn't sure, but and also I'm a big Andrew Penner guy. I've been a big Andrew Penner guy for a long while now, and I am still a huge Andrew Penner guy.
1: Yeah, I'm. um I'm just looking through like free list. Here's the weird stuff I got caught on. I'm like, wow, like New Jersey had more guys who probably could have gone. <laughs> like that's the funny thing to me. I'm sorry, I'm still on that. But like, see, the I was problem, just scrolling through with like the the snubs, and again, there's not many, but like, I was like, damn, like, I, he was hurt for a bunch of the year. But like, Philip Irvin's Urban, numbers are gross,
0: like, like fair, but I, I feel like it part of it is you want to see a little bit uh difference among the teams going first up, and then yeah, second, yeah, like, yeah. you know, playing You're games does right. matter.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to protest on behalf of the poor Jackals for only sending seven dudes. <laughs> But I was just like, wow, like they really could have justified more to it. It's kind of more of like oh damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, fair. Also, you know, I would have liked to see T.J. White there.
0: Oh, fair. Yeah, I mean, also, he's a player coach, too. So I think T.J. is kind of like, I'd rather not.
1: Yeah, no, I could see that for sure. Yeah. Rather see one of the other guys get in.
0: Yeah, exactly. So uh, reserves in the West, Gage Howard from Schomburg, Jared Watkins from Lake Erie. Uh, Joe Mar Reyes from Evansville, Gabe Holt from Gateway, Peter Zimmerman from Gateway, Blake Grant Parks from Schaumburg, and Melvin Nova from Washington. Uh, yeah, those are your reserves.
1: Yeah. Ga- um, Gateway just cleaning up. Brennan pra- yeah, Brennan Price having a hell of year too. Because yeah. um, I mean, Peter Peter Zimmerman, yeah, I mean he's going,
0: dude's
2: got just
1: wild. Power. Yeah, dude, there's so much happening there. I mean, hey, best. I mean, best numbers in the league, other than McCusker is no longer in the league, so, yeah, so it's already doesn't count. Yeah, dude, it's you know something. What? I mean, 380, 503, three seven seventy two slash. Sorry, your slugging's an OPS. What? Yeah, uh, that's uh, that's the situation at the dish, man. Yeah, but
0: keeping it moving. Uh, West Division pitchers. Uh, we got Cole Cook from Joliet. Leone De La Cruz from Evansville, Kobe Schlotman from Schaumburg, Colin Sullivan from Gateway, Henry Omana from Windy City, Nathan Florence from Florence, Tim Holtgraffer from Evansville, Edgar Martinez from Florence, and Garrett Christman from Windy City.
1: J.D. Hammer is a snub. Just going to say it. You're not wrong. I love J.D. Hammer. Why? He's been so good. Went from the pen to the rotation too. He's still dealing. I know
0: when that. I he was chilling in the pen when I saw him in uh, in Rockway, uh, Rockland. I was about to say Rockaway for some reason, but uh, that's the choice. Yeah, it is. It's Long
1: Island line. I choose North County,
0: New Jersey, personally, but you know,
1: fair. Um, let me see here. Yeah, I mean, other than that, uh, the fact that because I think like JD's numbers would be would stand out more if he wasn't also making that switch from you know relief to Mm -hmm. bullpen because it kind of kept his uh kept his innings down and also like a couple weird innings where you have a couple runs which like when he was getting stretched out so i would definitely go to bat for him Yeah jd should be a guy but other than that man i got i got very few films about
0: matter. i would probably say jd deserves to be in for one simple reason which is a former major league probably helps with the marketing a little bit more Mm -hmm. and as we just said marketing matters for this kind of a thing i will say windy city has a couple other things going they got that superstars thing coming over too plus their thing is a whole skills competition which i think is actually pretty interesting it actually Good idea. you know makes the event worth something so mm-hmm. that's that's a plus there now being on a wednesday for your skills comp probably doesn't help the cause but still, you know, you knew it was going to be during the week, Wednesday, Thursday. It's just the situation. So, you know, you live with that. And uh, overall, though, I do think having uh, a couple of former major leaguers in there would probably help the cause a bit. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: hold on now. Did Reagan's not get in?
0: I don't see him listed. Wow. Yeah.
1: Wow! Come on now, that's there's a snub right there.
0: There's, a, there's what one we dude doing? from Washington too that probably could have gotten in. That I'm blanking on. Oh.
1: I mean, it's. I feel like they could have done more pitchers. Like, get you know, you're trying to fit them all in one game. But yeah. like, I mean, Derek. Does Derek Eddington No, 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 no.
0: Mm.
1: Reagan's though. Like he was just chucked into their night. I was like, damn, dude, kids.
0: I feel like. If this wasn't in Windy City, there's probably a spot for them. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Because that's what I'm about to say with the reserves. There's three more Windy City guys getting named here. Yeah. So I just, mm-hmm. like, I don't know if Windy City should be having five guys if they're not hosting.
1: Yeah, I think it's a, a strong point. I mean, especially, I mean, some of these guys are not, overwhelming either
0: yeah so uh talking about those reserves uh Craig Massey from Florence Ben Spillane from Windy City my mistake there's four Windy City guys here uh mm-hmm. <laughs> Ben Spillane from Windy City Noah Myers from Evansville Cal Jersevic from Windy City Trevor uh tights uh from gateway uh Mika yonamine from Windy City and Junior Martina from Windy City A lot Windy City yep awful lot of Windy City uh coaching staff for the west manager is Steve Brook from Gateway he brings in Kyle Gadel and Nick Kennedy with him also Gateway guys there's also going to be Richie Sexton the Windy City manager here as well, and Matt Shepherdson from Joliet. Uh, Jeff Manzo, the Gateway trainer, is going to be the trainer on this side. So, yeah. Memorial. Yep, exactly. And in case anyone's keeping Tally at home, Gateway leads the way with eight in this section uh, six for Evansville, four for Florence, four for Schomburg, five for Windy City, and Lake Erie, Washington, and Joliet each have one member. Keeping in mind, Empire State had two members.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, how about that? I don't even know what to say on that one.
0: Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know.
1: I will say, in the defense of the Windy City thing, um, that, now that I'm thinking about, like, the four of them being reserves, I do think that's when you're more likely to run to the, like, we would have gone elsewhere. But now it's, like, even shorter notice, and, like, you're filling in, like, and they're local, like I don't know. I, I guess it makes a little more sense, but still.
0: That's... Yeah. Which also, I'm just realizing, I miscounted because I totally forgot to count Spelman into that five. It is six for Windy City, putting them at a tie a for second most in the West, and I believe a tie for third most overall.
1: Yeah, you could say it's a bit much, but exactly. You know, but
0: you're, you you what... make a good point. there. But The only counter I would have is, is Joliet that much further?
1: No, no, you're completely right about that. Yeah. I mean, at that point, maybe, I mean, maybe it's just, let's be honest, like you're helping out the team that's hosting selling tickets.
0: Yeah. So all-star games, uh, the 11th and 12th in Windy city for those keeping track at home. So
1: um, sorry to shade the guys and from Windy city, by the way, I I hate that. Sorry about that. I'm like, you're all, you're all very good at baseball. But They are, but like at the same time, we're though, saying there's other people who are also very good at baseball.
0: Yeah, and also at the same time, they they could, they're one of the hot teams as we I will say they're seven and three in the last ten. They're still five and yeah. a half back of a playoff spot.
1: Yeah, and it's like a six ninety four OPS at first base. Really, what we're doing in the All Star game?
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. It's yeah. just uh, when we're doing honors and stuff like that, it's like uh, we're gonna get a little picky about that. Yeah. But uh, enough with all-star game talk, because we've done that for just about an hour now. Um, Yeah, time flies when you're talking about all-star games, right? Um, But uh, what we have instead is a new commissioner for the last piece of news this week. In the Pioneer League, Henry Hunter will take over for, I believe, Jim McCurdy was the last commissioner there uh commissioner's different president uh hunter was also and is still currently the league's executive vp previously working as the director of business affairs for the washington nationals he is an emory university and georgetown law graduate he seems to be pretty good at his job i think you know a little bit more about this than i would so i'll let you go and spread insider knowledge
1: um i mean it's not that insider it's Spoke to him very briefly over email when I was trying to have him on and then we just couldn't link up schedules. I ended up doing some dealing with some family stuff. So like I didn't get the follow-up, but he was super cool in the conversation, like knew obviously kind of what he was up to and um and seemed to kind of get it, not be like, you know, standoffish. Um but I mean I've appreciated we talked about before how the Pioneer League has um I guess okay, to finish that thought. I I do think there's something to it. I think he's Probably the real deal, at least in as far as who he is as a person. Because multiple people, I tweeted about it. Multiple people reached out to me. And were like, "Yeah, dude, this is good." Like, we're all happy about this. Um Now, I, I will say, like, he's he seems to have been the idea guy on a lot of stuff. Uh, and we've talked about how we've appreciated the fact the Pioneer League really embraced the indie ball vibe. And I think part of that is because it came from that unique scenario of Emma, uh, like, minor league affiliated to uh indie ball and they really leaned in and figured out what they couldn't like could do that they couldn't previously Mm -hmm. you know doing the the whole show last year um doing you know just different ideas like embracing like the weird tiebreakers and like i don't know just doing more creative stuff i've liked the way they have gone about it um i will say i don't think the execution has always been what they wanted um like specifically like that show last year it was old. It, was, it was, I don't know if it expressly sold that way, but it felt like it would be like a studio show or something like that. And yeah, like basically a Zoom call, like you said before uh, on another episode. It, yeah, like that kind of thing. But also, I, I'm i not sure that's exactly within, you know, Henry's power to, you know, yeah. fix all that. I, I guess I just hope for him, like he can keep the ideas and like the sort of energy, but have like the resources to allocate where it needs to to maximize the results.
0: Yeah, I feel like too, like, I don't want to flame too hard for the PPA show because if I'm right, the American Association did something kind of similar with Carter last year. And the difference is they just marketed as, yeah, you're going to watch the game with him and he's going to have some people on. It's going to be more like Manning cast style type of thing. But yeah, I, it definitely did feel like we we're going to get a studio show. And I think it just comes down to... Do they have the money to be able to do that, right? Because I got to imagine running the Pioneer League costs a good bit just between travel and resources and everything that comes with it. I will say, from a business perspective, they seem to be pretty solidly well-ran. They had no problem coming up with sponsors. They reach out. They're very interactive. They're very open. They 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 run a pretty damn good ship over there. So I do appreciate them from that even if they got these competing podcasts popping up too. Missoula knows what they want. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to be cool with it for now. Missoula talked about new favorite podcast out. That's a great way to lose your one vote in the ranking. Uh, Mm -hmm. But, you know, just saying there. And Ogden backing them up and having another podcast too. That's a great way to not get ranked at all. Although I saw Billings like (laughs) in the tweet me of me calling them out for it. So that's a great way to get ranked, Billings. Just saying. Uh,
1: So, yeah, like we had
0: that. Exactly. See, so I'm I'm not saying, but I'm saying, But you know. any case, uh, I do appreciate them, though. They are active. They do support. They go out. They do a lot of stuff right. So they seem to understand, like, hey, this is how we got to play the game. And it works out well for everybody. So I have no real complaints about the Pioneer League outside of the whole flow sports thing. But that's a general complaint about pretty much every league that's not the uh, American Association. So uh, yeah, that's that's kind of my stance. I, if you know, I don't really have a strong opinion on Hunter one way or the other, but he seems to be pretty good and doesn't have any real complaints. So you know, I, I guess it's solid.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. It seems like they're moving in the right direction. Didn't overthink this. Didn't. I mean, I I think it, there's always the temptation, to put, like the the business. I mean, not even that business guy, but like someone who is like more from the business side in to like you know bring the who speaks the owner's language like maximizing revenue and you know knows where to cut costs and all that stuff i I like that it feels like it's somebody who does have a business understanding but also is an idea man
0: and i like that definitely it also seems like a younger guy too which i like to see
1: Uh, exactly right so uh, on that note uh sorry i had a follow-up thought too because they I am interested the Pioneer League. Now, I don't know the in-depth, in-depth, but from yeah. what I hear from a lot of people who are around that league and then a, people who have been around that league is uh, there is a feeling that there's been some sort of deal between them and MLB uh, having to do with like the exit from the minor league affiliated situation, yeah. um, which might have included money being exchanged, but definitely seem to have a, a connection with some resources. And uh, I think also... Uh, a lot of it had something maybe even to do with uh mlb helping to facilitate like player contract purchases which is why you saw like a lot of guys going from the pioneer league um mm. that i believe is wrapping up shortly maybe after this year yeah. so that'll be interesting that's going to be a new sort of chapter of unique challenges i think that's maybe why they decided to make that move right about now and make sure you know he's in and established and you know they they have a path in front
0: of them that would make sense i remember something like that too and i could have sworn it was like a three-year deal where like it was either three or five or yep. like they'll help with the transition thing the same thing they did with all the other teams they cut where they're like look we'll get you into a league and uh we'll help you make the transition over and then we'll throw you to the curb like trash and then you know we'll see you, <laughs> you know
1: yeah um yeah, we'll uh we're breaking up with you, but we'll help you find a nice new guy.
0: Exactly. Yeah, we'll, we'll pay alimony for a couple of years.
1: But all right, yeah, we're done. We're back. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Focusing so,
0: series of the week. Hit the gas. Series of the week. Fargo Moorhead versus Lincoln because that's the only series that's kind of worth something at this point in the year. It is from Seven Eleven, America's favorite convenience mm-hmm. store, but not the East Coast's favorite convenience store. Uh, to Seven Thirteen. So middle of the week series. Uh, number two versus number three in the west of the american association they're jockeying for playoff positioning about the halfway mark of the year let's kick it off talking a little fargo they have three versus kansas city first place in the division this week is at home in the friendly confines of newman outdoor stadium Uh, they have four wins in the last week fargo does I believe they're three and seven in their last 10, so that's wrong. So I must have had four wins in the last two weeks, is what I think I meant to write because that seems Hmm. more right. It's always, see, the problem is I was rushing to get these done before we started recording. So I dropped certain things. Like one time I spelled Schomburg wrong because I forgot to put the C in. Like it's a problem. But in any case, as a team, they have been 250 in the last week. Team ERA is six and a third in the last week. Still, the third best pitching team in the West this uh, this year. It's a key week for them. Any thoughts on the Fargo Moorhead Red Hawk?
1: Fargo's struggling, man. It's yeah. uh, was it three wins in about two weeks, and they're down fifteen to one Milwaukee right now.
0: <sighs> Anthony Barone's boys are going to work. They're
1: going no, they, to work. they blood in the water on that one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's. I, I don't know what to make of it. I still think you know. Uh, I think they'll be fine. I, I just think that, uh, yeah, uh, I'm enough. trying to wrap my brain around because I never want to be like, "Nah, Fargo's in trouble." But like, I mean, it's that weird mix of like Lincoln beating up on like mediocre teams and then like Fargo getting slapped by good teams. And you're like, "Wow, well, yeah, What is that?" <laughs> and then you're left with this, like, "What does that mean?"
2: <laughs> exactly,
1: because like, uh, a lot, I mean, it's they a lot. they took three from Gary before the stretch started, and but then they lost. Yeah, exactly. So they beat the good team, or the bad team. But then they oh. split the Sioux City, which I don't know what to do there. Um And then that is about where their offense kind of partially disappeared. It's still showing some signs of life. But then they dropped two out of six to Cleveland But I always put an asterisk on that because, like, that's yeah. a tough one, man. You're coming from out of town, so she moved playing Fargo. And they are playing six in Cleburne. Like, I don't know. After that bus ride. That's, uh, I, I mean, two out of four. Wait, Okay, sorry, because here's the thing. I keep going, oh, you lost two out of six to Cleburne. But Cleburne's good right now. They're, yeah, they're... they're like, right on their heels. So, like, I got to get out of that mentality. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I think Fargo's definitely got to shake it up a little bit. I'm sure they're glad this is,
0: you know, We're close they're going to have also, an
1: opportunity yeah. to rectify some things before they get too deep here. But uh, they got – their big concern is before – for Lincoln they got Kansas City again. I think Kansas City took them for a sweep last time they played.
0: Yeah, so that's that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like This is a key week for them because even – is it crazy because we're going to talk about Lincoln just a second for the back half of the series because they have three at the steel yard against Gary. It's kind of crazy for me to think that Lincoln could be in second place at the end of the week.
1: Oh, no, I think that's in play like i know that's not crazy
0: because i mean like fargo getting swept by kansas city ain't off the table lincoln sweeping gary certainly not off the table and then yeah like that eliminates the three games between the two of them and uh like i obviously lincoln being in first place is not really a thing that's not gonna happen Uh, i think like kansas city Mm. has sioux falls if i'm not mistaken let's see the sioux falls or sioux city if i'm if i'm right but Either way, it doesn't really matter. Monarch should beat up on them either way. So, in first place, not really a thing. But second place, and second place by, like, more than a game, I think is certainly kind of in play if Fargo doesn't kind of right the ship here.
1: Yeah, um, definitely. And, and I'm looking, too, I mean, if Kansas City blows up on Fargo for a game late in the weekend, like, that could be a – there's a lot of ways this could go real wrong real quick.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I'm just sort of thinking that is a tough situation to be in if you're Kansas if you're Fargo, really. Yeah, yeah don't envy that one.
2: Yeah. And then,
1: I, well, you've talked about this Lincoln team a couple of times too, yeah. but if I'm Fargo, I'm like look at my schedule like, Jesus, <laughs> what the hell is going on here?
2: Yeah, like
0: this. Feels what they like, got after that? Oh, they got sushi after that. I don't know what to
1: make of that either. Yes,
0: yeah, so I I can't kind of put them on a similar footing there. I think they're fairly comparable teams. I mean, it goes back to the it goes back to the question we were just were asking, which is: is a loss to a good team worth the same or more than a win versus a bad team?
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a, it's then you dip into the. It depends on how you do it.
0: Yeah. You know? So it's an yeah, interesting thing. Well, I know situation. losing
1: fifteen to one in Milwaukee is not good. fair.
0: Yeah. Especially on a Correll prime start night. God. When most of those runs Sorry. were unearned, that so, tells me it's a team. Everyone problem. better
1: about it. Everyone apologized to Corel.
0: Poor guy. He's like he's no he knows what Shohei feels. Only not quite yeah, as bad honestly. as well.
1: Oh, oh, tungsten arm.
0: Oh god. Uh, which before we talk, Lincoln, I just want to quickly point out here. Who do you think was more crushed by the news of Mike Trout's injury? Mike Trout or Shohei Otani?
1: I'm going to guess Shohei sort of (laughs) packing.
0: He said, so. so, well. said, you know, I'd love to get traded somewhere. I don't care where, but somewhere. You know, in fact, if you trade me to the Dodgers, I probably could just keep my apartment.
1: Yeah, I am curious if they keep him out there or not. Um Oh, dude, I'm, I, that's a different conversation. I'm not going to get into it now, but boy, I, I am so fascinated by the Otani sweepstakes right now.
0: And Steve Coleman's going to pay a lot of money to Otani. It's going to pay a lot. I, of
1: I kind of feel like it.
0: I'm Some is going to die for showing Otani to be a Met. Yep. Better than the World anyway, as you were. Yep, any case. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lincoln, they got three versus Gary. Fourth best pitching team in the West. They're a slightly better batting team than Fargo uh, as a whole on the season. Basically one's three and one's four. And then when you flip it to look at batting versus pitching, one's four, one's three. They're pretty much the mm-hmm. same. Which is kind of weird to think about. But in the last seven, uh Lincoln has been doing pretty decent. They are Uh, hitting 325 with 11 home runs in their last seven. They have a team ERA below three in the last seven. They are six and four in their last 10. Weak opponents, yes, but stats still count all the same. So uh, this series has gotten kind of surprisingly good. I was not expecting it when I was desperately trying to find a series, but this actually looks like a pretty decent one.
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely when it comes to how consequential it is, it's a good one. Um, I don't know if we plan to talk on... Well, I guess we're going to talk about the Atlantic League. So it'll be done by the time it's airs, but yeah. I think this is probably the, the one to watch for the, uh, upcoming games. Uh, I think, and especially with what's at stake where you got Lincoln who's been rolling, but hasn't been able to like sort of prove it when it comes time to like play another team that's sort of playoff bound. And then you got Fargo who really needs to, you know, stop the bleeding and maintain like this is a, a statement series for them. Like this is, are you a, se- a second place, you know, Home field advantage in the playoff type of team, where you're going to be a back in the playoff team and you're going to have to scrap for it. Like it's an interesting situation. I think Lincoln's the right time. I I like that. I like any series where it feels like there's questions have to be answered on both sides. That's kind of thing I get excited about.
0: Yeah. That and awesome. Let's not forget, this could very well be a playoff matchup when everything's all said and done. Like,
1: oh, yeah. Second and third teams, man.
0: That's the thing here. And you can even argue that series like this is what keeps you from playing Kansas City in the first round.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point, too. Yeah, yeah nobody
0: wants that matchup. Although it would be nope. kind of low-key hilarious of Kansas City. It was like, you know, give us Fargo. We're still annoyed about last year. Give us Fargo.
1: I always think about, like, how many in a row do you have to take from a team before you're willing to, like, pick them out of order when it comes time to pick your playoff opponent in the American
0: I don't know. And now, so how much does travel matter? Because Chicago tried that last yeah. year with Milwaukee, and we saw how that wound up working out, which still doesn't make sense to me because you had, isn't Kane County in their division?
1: Yeah, maybe. But then um, that's the other question, too. Like, if you're Milwaukee right now, yeah. you're first, Cleburne's second, but Cleveland's only two and a half games better than your two teams. Do you pick Cleveland and make them take the bus ride? Right?
0: flip side though is if things go south then you have to take the bus ride
1: yeah back against the wall
0: yeah you true. want to be in that position after like a 10-hour bus ride
1: true and here's the thing and here's the other one too was it best of three in the first week the first series or is it best of 5 I'm trying to remember i just had that in front of me too
0: foolish best of i want to say best of three that makes the most sense if it's I'm th-
1: going to do a double check. and I'm sorry if you have to edit a little bit of dead space out this way. Figure fine. it out.
0: Believe me, I'm used to editing.
1: Because um, that's going to be a big... Division playoffs are best of three. Oh, no. Oh, no.
0: If it's away, yeah, then home and home. I still don't... I. The thing is, I just... You're playing with a bomb and you don't... And it doesn't have a timer on it by picking Cleburne. On so many different levels, because that team streaky uh, is helping too.
1: Lower seed, nah, scrap that whole thing. Yeah, nah. lower yes. seed, host game one, so you have to take the bus ride. It completely makes it. It gives them. The touch, point. Not. Yeah, yeah. So talk about that though, for something to play for though. If you're yeah. uh, in the East, playing for not having to take the bus ride to Cleburne to open, that's definitely something to think about.
0: And the thing is, Kane went through that last year playing Cleburne.
1: Yeah, man, it's uh, not the vibe you want for yeah, sure. Earned a very um, good Jimmy
0: Kerrigan year.
1: That's a funny thing for you. That a stick out in your head. I like that though. It's where we get the, along.
0: The reason why it sticks out to me was I had him pegged as like an MVP. I was like, every number across the board is above average and pretty solid. Like he just is better. And when like I was genuinely surprised. I was like Max Murphy. I was like, there's three other guys I had ahead of him. Like, what are we doing here,
1: bro? So, you've got to not play Cleburne in the first round because Cleburne is home for four to end the season.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, dude, that's brutal. But then they have home advantage right now, too. So maybe they are I mean, God, dude, if I'm Cleveland I don't know. That's an interesting. It,
0: scenario it becomes, all around. If, you're if they Clebron, drop to the third seed, yourself? it's going to get
1: fascinating. Like, what was that?
0: If you're, like, part of me is like, if you're Cleburne, do you like try to fall into the three seed?
1: That's the weird one, too, because it's one of the situations uh, I know in the Atlantic League, when you win the first half, you can decide uh whether you want to host the first two or the last three of the best of five. Um And it's interesting that there isn't an option, you know, because I'm oh. Cleaver and just from a practical standpoint, not, not even take out like the, the is the it more advantageous, be. just from a like business perspective, I'm like. So I'm going to bust my team from Texas to, uh what, Chicago? And then back after one game because we're the two seed? Nah, like we're the two seed. We will stay here and we'll open with a game at home. And then we'll take the ride and we'll play two somewhere else if we need to. In my opinion, that yeah. is a valid thing. I'm not sure if that's actually how they would feel. I don't know if that for an office like that, but it definitely is on my mind.
0: They'll just this try is not all assess we should be about.
1: We're so deep into this pod already, but like... It just hit me that that was a situation
0: there. Look, they'll just charter a Cessna for the team, a singular one that seats like five people. They'll squeeze twenty-five guys into it, and they'll fly them up and fly them back. How they'll jump right out of the Cessna onto the field. Seems safe to me. Hey, is that not what you want from Texas indie ball? The parachutes can even want be an American from Texas flag. Indy ball.
1: Every day at a on a cricket stadium is a good one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor air Hawks. That's all. We'll and that we'll go to the hot and cold now <laughs> on poor air hot talk. Uh Hot and not Uh Fargo Moorhead. Not hot. I think that's pretty clear. We just went over this. They're not hitting well. They're not pitching well. They have four wins in two weeks. They're three and seven. In their last 10. Not good. Getting blown out tonight. Not good. Uh, anything more we already said it winnipeg not hot 11 games under 500 as we mentioned earlier it was only a four game losing streak not five maybe at five now for all we know but they are five games back a playoff spot which isn't a great look at the moment halfway through the year uh only hot team in the american association this week kansas city 13 games about 500 seven and three in their last 10 up two and a half games in the west and the best record in the association thus far this year that said a lot of action in the frontier league a yep. slew of hot teams a slew of cold teams we'll start with some of the hot ones we'll start with gateway four game winning streak eight and two in their last 10 tie for the best record in the frontier league game and a half up on the west overall they're just kind of running through teams like they were to start the year so is the gateway legit again um
1: I think they're, uh oh, this sounds bad. Sorry, everybody. I think they're West Division legit.
0: West? I like how they say that. Like, like I mean,
1: you know what I mean, though. Yeah, like you have to put the qualifier on. They're up because, nine,
0: yeah.
1: what are they, 19 and six in the division? They're 11 and 10 outside of it.
0: Okay, so admittedly, that doesn't
1: look good. Uh, yeah, the East is definitely something, but they could end up in that, like, situation that, like, big East basketball used to have where they would just beat the hell out of each other and they get clipped the moment they play the other league in the in the tournament.
0: Could be, could be. I, I'm going to go out and say, I like enough of the players on gateway where I think they could hang in the East. I think they are a legit team. I think they've worked their way back into getting ranked. I forget if I ranked them last week. I think I had to, have. if I put Sussex on there, I had to put them on there and I'm pretty oh, confident to put Sussex on there, but, uh, I know New Jersey was there, so Gateway's certainly uh, a ranked team. I think going forward, at least on my account.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe it's just a little burn in my brain that first series was so shocking when they got beat up by the Jackals. Um, yeah. But you know, that's not been their whole thing. But it just does stick in your head. Yeah, um, yeah. To I mean, fair, not, they're not time. a bad team. Yeah. I mean, look, I I ranked them higher than you did, so I'm I'm on board, but. Yeah. Uh, but, the, um, the I really put them I with good Gate- god, Ryan.
0: Yeah, the one thing I will say with Gateway though, at least coming out east, is they're basically St. Louis, so that's a long yes. trip to come out east. So, I feel like there is some travel fatigue on them,
1: yes. And but my counter would be the Jackals did that to them at Gateway, and that was, I think, why it was so jarring. and sticks in my head. I my that point up, to that the is- first time
0: the Jackals got to play in front of a crowd for, like, the first time in forever, so they got energized by that.
1: <laughs> That's so brutal. Um, yeah, and I mean, I'm only bringing that one up because if y'all recall, it was the gate was absolutely going off on everybody, and it was a like hard stop three-game sweep, and it was, like, completely shocking. Um, and then they they went on that long stretch of the wrist roll, and after that, fell, like, two or three games back. But, yeah, they've been flying, man. Absolutely right. They're hot. I just don't know if they're... Yeah. I'm they're a contender, but we don't know how serious it is. Yeah. Also, I'm just realizing we got a four-way tie with the exact same record in the West right now. Fascinating.
0: Yeah, When speaking of four-way ties and whatnot, Windy City. Yeah. I got them as a hot team right now. I understand they're not a great team. Huh. I'm going to put that okay. out there. I, they're still five and a half out of a playoff spot. I understand that. But seven and three in their last ten and they've looked decent. I. It's worth something.
1: Yes, I will agree with that. I think... They're hot and they're they're at least hot enough where you go, okay, maybe this is something.
0: Yeah. Like, do I think that the playoff structure is going to change much from now until September in the West? Mm, I don't know, maybe, but you know, I think Evansville, Schomburg, and Gateway are probably pretty set.
1: I, I don't even like four teams making the playoffs from a league this size. Only but three you do kind of wish. It. I, well, no, I know. I I wouldn't want four, but yeah. this is a rare scenario where, be like, oh man, that would be kind of sick, though. Four teams right. within a half game of each other, or, or five teams within a half game of each other for fourth. But yeah. then you're like, yeah, but they're a, a week back from Evansville right now.
0: Fair. Which two points I just want to bring up. One, if you don't like four teams in a 16 team league, then you must really hate what the mm-hmm. uh, American Association's is doing. And don't then, love it. Yeah. And then two, I like how we just have not talked about the Otters at all. And they've just kind of been like quietly trucking along, just doing their thing.
1: They've been above average. I mean, even if you look at their schedule, there's never been one of those where they won like 10 in a row or something. It's always like there's clipping along win series, beating who they're supposed to beat. um,
0: Which is, you know,
1: a good sign. Honestly, those are the types of teams that are dangerous in the playoffs, so there's Uh, uh, something to be said for that.
0: they're uh, They're living out the it's not much, but it's honest work. meme. They're living that out right now.
1: Yeah, that's a fair point. Absolutely right. So like, yeah, um, good for the
0: otters, though. Like, yeah. The Elvis yeah, fans are going to be losing their mind over otters getting mentioned. It's going <laughs> to be Huge like of a chain store open in town. Just losing Huge their minds. Choice,
1: bro. Yeah, they went on that one stretch. They won like eight in a row first like week or two of the season and then dropped a few but like literally it's just been since then uh they won two out three they won two out three they won one out three and then they won two out three 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 like okay that's why we haven't really noticed them like they're just no win streaks either never won more than two games since that first week or two of the season
0: they're just casually winning series like dude that's a method. The, the, the way they're doing it, it's honestly making me think like, well, you know, should Missoula lose that 10th spot? And like, should Evansville get the 10th spot? Dude,
1: it's going to be nasty in a playoff series. Don't want to do that. That's like, all it says. The, that, win, the win
0: series. The like, I'm low-key thinking like right now you have me thinking like, does Evansville deserve to be ranked? Like, yeah, they're not like overpowering. And are they realistically the 10th best team in indie ball? Probably not. But I mean... They keep winning series, so, like, that means something.
1: I think they've gotten votes a couple times, if I recall.
0: I haven't put them on there, um, I don't think.
1: I'm doing a quick look here. They got, oh, they were in the top ten at one point. Really? Yes, they were. They were in the first top ten. They were number five at one point. Really? Yes, sir.
0: That is surprising to me.
1: Number five, and then the next ranking, they were out, and I don't think they've come back.
0: <laughs> That's tough. All right, we're, let's get into some not-hot teams. One, th- And these teams lost to Evansville, too, to bring it all full circle. And the first one up is Florence. One at nine, the last ten, eight-game losing streak, lost four series in a row. Evansville, which is the most respectable of the losses, then Three Rivers, Windy City, and Gateway. Oh, well, Gateway's probably more respectable, but even still, uh, Three Rivers series is a bad loss. And Windy City's... P- Getting swept by Windy City is not a good look. So, uh, no, not good in Florence. They've kind of screwed themselves out of a playoff spot, I would say.
1: Yeah, they're, I mean, they, there's a chance because I think they play Evansville enough where they could get some games back, but like, boy, is it bad right now. And they, the games aren't pretty either. Like, it's, you know, a 7 2 and 14 3 loss to Trois is awful. And then they lost 12 for 11-5. And then they're in that trap where they actually will like hold a team, but then they don't score two. They lose three to two. And then 15-1. to And then they hold gateway to 10 runs in two games, but they only scored five themselves. So it's just not clicking. It's tough. Yeah, A little I bit know. of what happened to Genomes last season, where they kind of couldn't get going at the same time, like the offense and the pitching.
0: Mm, just misfiring, pretty much.
1: <laughs> yeah, but. exactly.
0: Yeah, this is a that's a team that desperately needs like a three game homestead versus the Grays just to get back on track.
1: Yeah, and, and part of me wonders too if that's just like a Chat Roads growing pains thing.
0: It could you know? be. It, it well could be.
1: It, not necessarily. Uh, it sounds bad to be like not knowing the strings to pull, but like yeah, I mean, not knowing the strings to pull. You know, you he is tuned into the players. It seems to be the vibe, like. He's good with, from what I hear, he seems good with the clubhouse. Like I think that's it could just be a matter of, you know, having the, the right strings within reach at the right time and, you know, knowing how to stop the bleeding. And, you know, and it's also worth pointing out, like all of this has been at a really bad time. I back up to the schedule here because yeah. this stretch of drop games happened right across. So they had off They were off on the twenty sixth. They won on the twenty seventh, and then this streak started the twenty eighth. And they don't have an off day until the tenth for the All Star break. Like that's just bad timing. You don't get the Monday reset like you usually do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Sure. And the normal Monday that they would have had
0: would have been the I third. Think. So it's probably Fourth of July. They lost
1: third. It was they would have been off on the third. They okay. just got clipped. So they had the bay loss to the Windy City. They managed to pitch well the next day but then they get 15 at gateway on that what would have been an off day so yeah it just that's bad timing man
0: yeah so unfortunate for them but uh, is that truly the case for Joliet that's also not a hot team loses a five in a row swept by Schaumburg three state series losses to uh, Schaumburg Evansville and Windy City
1: I don't know what to do with Juliet, man they should be better
0: Dan Schlair does I mean, not have control right now
1: yeah, yeah.
0: And Cole Cook can only do so much.
1: Yeah, it is weird. It, on paper, this looks like a better team. Mm. But they're just not getting it. Uh, and I think, I mean, they're also victimized by a tough schedule. They've got a lot of Schaumburg games in there. Like, if you look, like, a lot of their schedules like Schaumburg and Juliet. Like, uh, they, How many times have they played Juliet now? Or no, not, I'm sorry, uh, not Juliet, Evansville. They've oh. played them just recently. they played oh, them two or
0: three times. The already. consistency. Looking, like in
1: like... What, what do I say? One grace. I always. I'm like, how many times do they play the grace?
0: <laughs> you need um, the grace to feel good about yourself every once in a while. I wonder yeah. how Mark Mason's hey. holding up over there.
1: I know. You know that. I
0: don't know. Hair seems fine. <laughs> seems fine. That's the barometer
1: Yeah, basically. Yeah, I don't know. I want to say Juliet should be improving. I want to be like, well, like they've, you know, all the teams they play from their division have been, like, Quebec and, like, good teams. But then they also, like, got swept by Ottawa. So I don't know what to do with that. I think Juliet might just not – might not be their year.
0: Just stuck in neutral?
1: Essentially, man. Just can't get it rolling. Mm.
0: One team that did get it rolling, though, is Tri-City. They're hot, 7-3 and three in the last 10, 2.5 back the mm-hmm. first. They swept New Jersey, which was very impressive, and they have won three straight series in a row.
1: Yeah, that um uh, that was a show me series for sure. They they need that. I mean not much else to even say about it, just like there's not much you can say about a series which is like obviously good. Oh like the best possible result.
0: And then they drop um, one to the craze.
1: Oh god, I know. It's so funny. Like that's um, the thing. It's like, so predictable.
0: Yeah, exactly like you know they're gonna lose at least one to the Greys. I don't know why. It's just like is this the best rivalry in baseball? The Grays and the Valley Cats? The
1: funny thing is I checked the Empire State's Empire State Graves wins and who they've been against. Yeah. I think only two or three have been against Tri-City. But because it's Tri-City, they stand out. And yeah. because the first one was against Tri-City. It's exactly. like, damn, every time. It's really not. But it's just like, now we're looking for it.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's... I don't even know what to say. I think you're spot on it because they broke the streak against them. And the thing is, too, yeah. you felt that one coming because the night before, they barely got away. Like the Valley Cats, arguably should have lost the game before. They should have lost that series. They just happened to get lucky and not lose it. So you felt yeah. it coming.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I'm just having the flashback to that. That was, so, that was crazy. Cause I, I wasn't even covering them, head. but I was so invested.
0: Oh God. I remember listening to the radio broadcast for that one. I was just like, Oh God, it's going to happen. Isn't it? And the defeat in the radio man's voice was just, Gray snapped their thirty-four game losing streak. That's <laughs> I was unbelievable. Just like, I was like, "My God, this is beautiful." My <laughs> God, in the way that the the Titanic sub collapse wasn't was beautiful. It's just in many like, ways, yes.
1: Cool. In, many, in in many ways, beautiful and tragic.
0: Exactly, it's like so horrific. I can't stop watching. <laughs> God, oh, yeah. Hey, but one thing that isn't horrific is Quebec. They're seven and three in the last 10, 2.5 out of a playoff spot, and since June twenty fifth, they're up fourteen runs. So good for them.
1: Bro, yeah, they had a slow start and they've been going, Don't let Quebec get hot. That seems they're gonna make the well. playoffs. Someone's someone's
0: gonna uh See, here's the thing though. themselves in the clutch. The thing is though, it gets tough starting in August. Even the last week of July it gets tough. So, like, on one hand, I'm like, oh, yeah, they're getting going. This, this is their time to strike. They're going to do it. And then I start looking at the August schedule. I'm like, damn, that's uh, that's rough.
1: Yeah, and unfortunately, I don't really have enough schedules in front of me because sorry, Empire State, but like, it's, part of it is you got to kind of look at who's playing Empire State when because there's, you know, say you are going to win minimum two out of three against Empire State. Like, if you've already played almost all your Empire State games, and another team has nine left. Like, that's Three games, maybe back in hand. From so, what I recall,
0: with Quebec, they have a steady tri-state diet in August: New Jersey, Sussex County, New York, and Tri City. are yeah, in Tri City. Mm-hmm. That's a
1: tough scene.
0: Yeah, um, the four but teams ahead. See, of them.
1: Here's the, but here's the other way that I would frame that. Okay, that is definitely challenging, but it also means that every win they're chipping right into that lead.
0: Fair point.
1: But, so you could use. You also look at it that way. Just hey, you know that's how they're going to be looking at it. If possible.
0: True. I just. I think that's a really tall task to climb. Now, if they can get into a playoff spot and be like right there, fighting for a wild card, I could see it. And then I'm afraid of them in the postseason. Mm-hmm. But getting there is kind of tough right now. The slow start really hurt them.
1: Yeah, they did not make it easy. Was that a two and? Seven start can't Something do that. Like that, yeah. It was it turned was, you around like, playing Empire State though, yeah. right on brand. It's and like, they have played Empire State a good bit too. Can't avoid. Well, how many? How many they have left? One, two? Oh, they got them next week. No, they got them now. Yeah. I'm paying attention. Um, uh, and I got three against Empire State left. That's not but good. yeah, you're right. They got what's that? They got Boulders, <laughs> Sussex, Jersey, and then Florence Gateway. They got a little west swing, and yeah. then back home for Trois Rivieres, and then it's. Sussex,
0: Jersey, yeah, you're right. A bit of that, a bit of that going on. It's an uphill battle. Although I do think the Gateway series could be huge for them.
1: Yeah, agreed.
0: That that's a team where it's equally like I don't want to say it's equally big for both sides. But if you're Quebec, you beat Gateway. You're like, this is a top team in the league. We just beat them pretty good. That's a momentum builder right there. Especially because you said the the road series ends after the Gateway series
1: uh road after the day. yes so yep they're back home you you
0: figure they probably beat up on the yalls a little bit and if you could take two or three from gateway coming back home that's you're riding a pretty good high on that flip side if you're gateway you know like you Quebec's kind of a measuring stick right because yep. you know I think we're kind of like, yeah, you know, Gateway probably be in a similar spot to Quebec, maybe a little bit better than they are, maybe more of like a boulders kind of position. And it's like you beat up on Quebec, you just say mop the floor with them, sweep them, even two of three, but it's like a plus 15 run differential in the series. You're like, okay, yeah, no, they're a legit team now. They could hang in the east. And if you're Quebec, it's like, "Mm, not great right now. So uh, that, that may wind up being a series of the week later on. Yeah,
1: agreed. So, uh, um, following up on one thing here. Yep. They had Empire State. They now what? They have 18 wins in the past two
0: years that we're looking at. Wait, didn't they only have six last year? Were they six and 90?
1: You're right, They I had six. Yeah. So now they have 19 or 16 wins. Three of them are against Tri-City. So, I mean, st- it is statistically significant.
0: <laughs> uh, but... Uh, last two teams on the list here York. They are hot. Four game winning streak, unless they lost tonight, but they're holding off Long Island. Nope. One again. One again. Five game winning streak now. All mm-hmm. All right. Yep. They clinched the division.
1: Nope, because Long Island is disgusting.
0: So was it one game? So it's going to come down to tomorrow night, Friday night?
1: York has, if York can clinch with a win, Long Island needs a, a York loss and a Long Island win. Yep.
0: I always love a classic winning you're in. That makes it easy.
1: I mean, it's looking, it's nice and clean in the South, isn't it?
0: It sure is. Tiebreakers
1: line up perfectly so that if uh, High Point wins against Gastonia, they're in. If Gastonia wins against High Point, they're in.
0: Oh, God. You know, Gastonia did not make this easy on themselves by any stretch.
1: No, it finally did catch up to them all the signings, huh?
0: Yeah. That or maybe the Barron Stormers put some voodoo on them.
1: Yo, Andres Bersinio is back, by the way. Oh, yeah? He's back, bro. What's he had doing? had two bad outings when he, come, when he got back to Southern Maryland. Since then, he's gone, I think, three and a third in two outings, seven Ks, no runs.
0: Gross. Any hits?
1: I think, like, two hits.
0: Okay, that's awful.
1: Yeah. But. Mickey, uh, Mickey Jans had a great outing night, but they wasted it high point. Come on. Wasted
0: it. Oh, terrible. You know what else is terrible? Idaho falls what? as of late one and one and nine their last ten. Five straight losses, six straight series losses. And since June 20th, you know what the run differential is?
1: Oh, tell me. I was. Oh, I know. It's bad. I'm ready.
0: Minus 89. Oh, how many games is that? Ah, uh, that's a great question you ask. I believe it would probably be coming in at close to 15.
1: Lord, that is a tough scene. Well, it didn't help when Ogden scored, what, 100 runs in six games. <laughs> Five of them were against them.
0: Yeah, in fairness to them, this is a lot of Ogden and Missoula kicking the crap out of them, and Ogden and Missoula yeah. have kind of been doing that to everybody as of late. So Yeah, they, they have that effect. Yeah, so, like, it's not entirely on them, but, like, you're clo- if I would have expanded out by a week, I'm pretty confident I could have gotten it to like close to minus 100, if not worse than that. Yeah, I agree. So that's not good. You can't be in the course of a month being outscored by 100 runs. That's not good. You're not winning anything. But luckily, there's a half system, so you're safe, Idaho.
1: hooray for that.
0: Yeah. So seeing as I'm seeing, we're closing in on two hours here. Let's keep things moving. Let's go crystal ball and then do the props and then get the hell out of here. And uh, we'll go from there. Crystal ball. We'll keep it in the Pioneer League. And uh, I'm going to just throw one out there because I was just desperately trying to get this stuff down to get this done in time to record this show. I have Peyton Robertson finishing the week, meaning by the 14th of the month, at 30 steals. He's currently at 25. So I think five steals in the next week. That's probably a little ambitious, but who knows? Maybe I'll get it.
1: Hmm. I'm gonna need a second to figure that one out. Um, That's a lot of steals, man. (laughs) That's the thing. Five in six, seven games. Damn, I
0: don't
1: know. Who you got? Who they have coming up on the schedule?
0: Again, I did not do any sort of research into this. I saw was leading the league, and I was like, "He's leading the league." It's eight thirty. That's good enough for me. Fair enough. Um, I'm going to say no, just to be negative. All right, fair enough.
1: Uh, (laughs) Because (laughs) I don't think I was a catcher when I played. So I got to take the catcher side and just be optimistic and say, no, go hold it down.
0: That means he's going to get to 32 and then he'll be thanking you. Because that's that's the thing. Northern Colorado, too. Arguably the greatest Twitter thread in Pioneer League history this week, too.
1: Yep, that happens. It's amazing.
0: Comparing their players to Taylor Swift albums—I mean, God bless them for that. Also, if you're going to the Northern Colorado game sometime soon, I forget which game it is, but they are doing a Taylor Swift ticket giveaway that's worth the price of admission alone.
1: That's what got Lincoln their uh, their, their new attendance record. Yeah,
0: Gastonia—it's not too late. You can still do this. Thanks. Love that. Lancaster did it too. The same. Yeah, the Swifties show up. If you have a ticket giveaway too, they're going to show up in droves.
1: They ain't playing, man.
0: I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of thought about it too. I was like, well, the math checks out.
1: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. It's amazing.
0: Because it's like the ticket itself is probably like $1,200. So if I'm throwing like $12 away on this for the odds, you know, it's not terrible. but the memories
1: are priceless, Bob.
0: I know. Trust me, fearless, in the rain, (sighs) MetLife. God, what a queen. (laughs) Second crystal ball. Atlantic League ERA leader will be at 2.27 or lower by Friday of next week Lampson's currently the leader he is at 2.33 I'm not even sure if it's mathematically possible that's how little time I put into this but who knows maybe he throws like a complete game shutout
1: um let me see I think who we got coming
0: I won't be a slave to the numbers
1: oh we're talking starting
0: pitchers well, it's just ERA in general. So when I go to the Atlantic League site, I want to be able to click on it and see whoever the leader is, 2.27. Yeah,
1: fair. Okay.
0: Um, yeah, Mitch Lamson.
1: God, dude, I, he's quiet with that. Yeah. And it's my boy Danny Wachanski coming up there, too. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think it's too far to drop the ERA. Uh, Lampson throws a ton of innings too, so it's it's going to take him a little while longer. Um, not it I guess that's an exaggeration. I guess. I mean,
0: he if he throws a lot of innings, lot. then if he's throwing good quality innings, it should take him less time. I mean, he's thrown about seven innings now. Inning. Yeah. So I mean, if he goes seven shutout,
1: hold on, hold on, hold What's on. What does the math How say? To, the hold math? on, what well, the math says, it's definitely not happening because Mitch Lampson is no longer there.
0: Well. That would be a problem, man, wouldn't it?
1: He is in China. Well, maybe or he'll come he back land? from China. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Danny, yeah. it's on you, so buddy. Do you you do? need to throw a complete game shutout.
1: Or I was looking at uh, Mitch Lampson.
0: Yeah, I know. Now I'm switching over to Danny so Wachanski.
1: Okay, now I follow you. I, I took my eyes off the rankings for a second. He's right there. I still think it's too far to go.
0: I mean, now I, I now like it's very much too far to go. So He's got to drop like, yeah. like, what, a quarter of a run? <laughs>
1: Something like that. Admittedly. Yeah, this is, this
0: is why I shouldn't wait till the last minute to do this sort of thing. But uh, Made it easy on me. I
1: appreciate it.
0: True, true. Last crystal ball. Uh, one or more Frontier League players will have their contract purchased this week, meaning from the 8th through the 14th. Uh, Tyquan Forbes got picked up by Mexico this week. We saw McCasker a week ago. So, you know, I think it's possible we see another Frontier League get picked up.
1: Uh, I think... I think so. I think they will. Let me see. Yeah, I I think that's probably within reach. I'm going to go yes on that one. All right. What's the, uh, that's on the 12th too. Yeah, they got the all star game in the middle, right? Yeah. So I think that helps. Yeah, I think that's, uh, I think it's a good shot.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So uh going to the props real quick. There's only two this week because I knew this would be running long because all star games always drag shit down. Um mm-hmm. the winner of the Frontier League home run derby will have twelve and a half or more home runs to win it in the final round.
1: Oh um
0: There's some big boys there. There's I gonna know, be some big boys I know.
1: there. And Frontier League, right? Frontier, yes.
0: And a how do they do their home run derby. Yeah. I don't even I don't know. know how they do that. I just put 21 home runs or 20 and a half home runs as the overall. 20 and a half, that You said 20 and a half to win it. Mm. I didn't even I added the, the last bit for the last round. I just said the winner of the home run derby in the Frontier League will have 20 and a half home runs.
2: Hmm.
0: So, oh, God. We'll I, adapt I don't, that to whatever. I'll the say is. yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, I'll say yes you though so hard because I'm not sure of the format.
0: Yeah. All right. So we'll go with the, yeah, uh, we'll take the over on that. That's what you're saying. Taking the over. Taking the over. Okay. And so then this one I, I tailor made to you because I was running out of time. I said this will be a perfect one uh, to do because I like to go at least one unconventional one, you know. Ryan will put up four and a half YouTube videos this week, meaning from the ninth, meaning Sunday, through the 15th, next Saturday. Four and a half.
1: Hmm. I would take the. I'm taking the over. Taking I got a over. couple mid edit
0: See, here's the thing. So I
1: got the complications. I'm not around this weekend, but I that's typically wouldn't post Saturday, Sunday anyway.
0: Exactly. Let's see. Here's the thing. I, I I feel like you're pretty good to get the the daily roundups of the daily reviews, you know. So that that's five alone. But if you get held up somewhere in the editing process, that could slow you down.
1: And well, really, the daily roundup is only three, so it's not even getting me that far.
0: Oh, so it's not. I, I only
1: mess with Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then oh, the weekend dude. series gets one roundup.
0: Oh, that's
1: Unless I get distracted or sick, which I did this week. So that's on me. Got both.
0: See, and that that um, that hold up this week is what made me say four and a half is a good number.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it, that means I got to get two videos out. I mean, again, I have two editing right now so if they get done plus the daily rounds we're at five so we'll see so. we'll see and the look- other issue in life is that I do social media for a living like in my big boy job uh-huh. so it is sometimes tough just to like edit video all day and then come home and be like yeah more <laughs> and my wife's just like hey man you good
0: And just like hey you know I'm, I'm good and then the power goes out and then you know it saves me from myself so you know yeah fair point Really?
1: I, got, I got one for you, and then we we'll, we can wrap it. Okay. All right. Of the In the four leagues and the eight divisions, oh. which last place team is most likely to make the playoffs?
0: Last place teams right now are what? Grays, Washington, Lake Country. Um, or not Lake Country. Uh, Gary, yeah, Winnipeg. Grays,
1: Washington, yeah. uh, Charleston, Staten Island, Gary, Winnipeg. Idaho Falls, Rocky
0: Mountain. Well, you know, it ain't going to be. Which, speaking of you know, which, Washington's had a real bad year, too. Like, we don't talk about that enough. Yeah. But they they've had it, they really haven't rough. had
1: those, like, illustrious streaks where you get blown out by everybody, but they have just been sneaky dropping. They've been doing the reverse Evansville.
0: Pretty much. Yeah. Like, they, and the thing yeah. is, too, they've been just such a historically good team, too. You kind of expect them to be like, oh, yeah, they'll be there. And normally it's like, yeah. they go full, like, uh, I guess like full Carolina hurricane where it's like when we hit round two or three, that's when it falls to hell. This year they're getting ahead of it. So like we don't talk about that enough. <laughs> but yeah, that may be a next week thing being that there's little baseball going on. I also have like two leagues. So that may be a thing. Now, to review. But uh, back to the question at yeah. hand, I don't think it's going to be Washington. It's definitely not the Grays. Grace knows it's not the Grays. Winnipeg has not yeah. shown me anything. So I got to go no to Winnipeg. Gary, I don't think it's Gary because they just—they're basically Winnipeg, but they had a hot streak, which means <laughs> they've been point. worse. I didn't on, think about that at the time. On a whole, yeah. yeah. So, like my
1: issue is when I look at them, I see that they're only what, like, five games back, and that's tough to ignore. Them. That's but, like, the so thing. That's
0: the thing. Like, if everybody else keeps playing the way they are now, but Gary can just like have a good two weeks. They're right there now. They're going to well, get blown out, but
1: Winnipeg is only three games out.
0: I still, don't, I just don't believe in, in the Greg Taggart led Gold Eyes. Uh, yeah, that's my problem with them. Uh, so fair. I feel like I'm avoiding the American Association. That's, that takes two leagues off the table, which then brings us to the well, Atlantic because league.
1: the easy answer is any team, any league that does the two have
0: exactly, exactly because yeah. it's just what you see is what you get. Yeah, so. With the other ones. With this, it's like, I don't think it's Charleston because, you know, look what's ahead of them. Um,
1: Yeah. And honestly, I saw Charleston play York this week and I was really surprised. I've seen them on, I've seen them like playing on the computer plenty, but I was really surprised by how underwhelming Charleston was.
0: Because the thing is, like, Charleston, they have a few pitchers and that's it. They have like three or four pitchers and like, bro,
1: it's, Did we have the same conversation about Charleston preseason?
2: We
0: may have. Literally
1: about using the phrasing of they're underwhelming because we don't want to say they're bad because we like some of the guys on there. Yeah. (laughs) And like they have a few pitchers. I'm telling you, if we went back to the season preview, that would be the exact thing. You know it's
0: really terrible right now? I'm remembering back to our preseason show that me and Will did. And I distinctly remember going, I'm going to take Charleston to make the playoffs because there's always weird shit that happens in the second half. Well, I, I mean, I do think they could have a shot. I, I
1: mean, yeah, but then they got to, that's it. Because I are not have the wild card, so they have to beat both High Point and Gastonia in the division. Yeah, now they're out.
0: Exactly. I see, Because then even if two wild cards open up, great. Now you're fighting Long Island too.
1: Yeah, no.
0: Or York, who's been pretty decent. And yeah. normally Lancaster's a second half team. And yeah. honestly, the Fairy Hawks are making me think a little bit because I'm like, he did just beat up on Long Island pretty good. So they have a little spunk in them. I think it's too high of a hill to climb, but I think they got a little something going there. I'm kind of interested to see year two Homer mm-hmm. Bush. like It's yeah. not this year. This ain't their year. But next year? I wouldn't be shocked to see them be like kind of a, a spunky little team. I could see it.
1: Yeah, they're definitely having...
0: They're getting know, it together.
1: And again, I think we talked about it once before where Previously, their goal was like win a game a series. Like, that's a good series for them if they t- don't get swept. Yeah, now, no. it's like I think any series they go into, they they have a shot to win the series.
0: Yeah. So, like, I, I like how they're progressing. They're getting there. They need to trim yeah. some dead weight on that roster, though. There's some dead weight there yes. that, uh, need yeah,
1: to they do. Dude, they have one of the worst, like, bottom halves of a roster in the yeah. Atlantic League. Like, maybe that I've seen the Atlantic League.
0: Yeah. So, they need to start doing some stuff. Honestly, I, but I. <laughs> I'm not picking them. I'm probably going to go something in the Pioneer League. I'm definitely going to go something in the Pioneer League. I may go Rocky Mountain because yeah. they've kind of gotten a little hot lately. So they could put it together. My guy. That's I want thing. Rocky Mountain too. That's my thing. I'm, uh, because like there's enough there where I'm like, yeah, I could see it. Do I think it was going to work out? But no. But still, I could see it because really that whole division that they're in is underwhelming. Right? Like what's really yeah. there? Ogden?
1: Yeah. Right. See? And Ogden was at the bottom already. So it's like, well, if Ogden could do it. And they're about to start a second half.
2: Exactly. Um, so.
1: they are up 12-9 on Grand Junction right now in the eighth,
2: okay. but like
1: realistically, they had won four in a row. They had won six of seven, seven of nine, I think. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Seven of nine. And then they got clipped two in a row by Northern Colorado. Uh, and they, they won the first game and then they got clipped twice, but that I don't even know what to make of Northern Colorado games anymore because Northern Colorado would just blow up on anybody for couple touchdowns and it's like yeah like, that'll yeah. happen like
0: yeah i'm done predicting that organization after the trouble they had getting off the ground and then playing good baseball then playing bad baseball and I, I don't know what to make of them
1: yeah it's a whiplash franchise for
0: sure exactly so like looking at that there and i had a Falls was never really even in consideration i, I hate no. to say it but they weren't even like a thing nope. but just to put the the pin in my uh fairy hawks point they're a team that I think, come the beginning of September, is going to very much benefit from the fact that the Frontier League and the American Association end before the Atlantic League does.
1: Yeah, and, they better be sniffing around. I don't know if Homer's got that wherewithal because he's new to this. Yeah. It is his first rodeo. I hope somebody's in his ear being like, dude, like, this is where you have to be looking right now.
0: Yeah. Like, that's honestly, honestly. I understand you're not gonna switch out your manager for the third time in three years. I totally get it. And I do think Homer Bush is coming along. I think again, your two Fairy Hawks is a team I'm extremely interested in. Or your three Fairy Hawk. It's a very interesting team. I think they there's pieces there right now that I think are longer term pieces. Never there's nothing long term in Indie Ball unless you're Scott Kelly. But you know mm. still I think there's some pieces to work with there. But more or less The guy that would have been perfect for the job if he was available at the time this franchise was founded, Brett Jody.
1: Oh, yeah. To
0: To a T. The dude can build a solid team. Not necessarily a great team, although he has built decent teams before, but he would have been the definition of a perfect dude, knows the Atlantic League, was in Somerset for a long while. He's a stable hand that can guide pretty good relation just about everywhere has his connections and like I refuse to believe you're sitting here telling me right now that Brett Jody's the manager of the Stanton Island Ferry Hawks that A they're not a better team than they are right now and that B come September they're not going to be ruining at least one of their team's season by stealing a lot of games from them
1: yeah yeah I think you're right about it Um, yeah with that said I think Homer Bush might be the safest manager possible for a 20 and 40 team. I just don't, I think he's already done enough. I think so much of his job is just preventing a garbage fire. Yeah. That I think it's, he's doing fine.
0: Yeah. Um, We need a manager report card video. Is What we need. Actually, that's the, that's the YouTube video we got to do. We got to do a tier list for all the uh, different managers.
1: Oh yeah. That is actually a great, great idea. I'm about that put it down um, write it
0: down now before we forget this right i want to hear okay. the the uh the asmr sound of pen hitting paper <laughs> all right so uh you want to do any plugs before we close this out or uh, you
1: know where to find me indyball nation on youtube instagram uh twitter threads and uh yeah yeah man what's up Eight, eight, like, God, not yet. Please don't. Oh, God. Don't remind me. I have to figure that out. Because now like every like half-checked-in executive in my entire company is like, are we leaving Twitter? And I'm like, don't come near my office, Creed. It's
0: like, I, anyway. you, I saw you once at the holiday party. Get away.
1: <laughs> if it makes anyone feel better, the Twitter account that I run for a multi-billion dollar company is run exactly with the same tone and vibe as the Indie Nation. Uh, twitter account it is terrible
0: I'm gonna so look uh, i guess thing. reading between
1: lines here uh if you're thinking about hiring a social media person soon i'll probably be looking for a job so that's my that's my plug,
0: <laughs> that's my plug. You need, what you need to do is buy the domain name just put all that stuff up just start um, plugging the website
1: Helpme.com. <laughs> Help
0: me.com Honestly, though, that's the domain to squat. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Indie Ball report on most things except for Twitter. Indie Ball Pod. We are on Threads too, by the way. There's nothing posted there. Don't expect anything posted there. But I wanted to be on there so I could get in the initial rush and hopefully get more people to follow. Last count, we're at 60 people, so we're doing pretty good. After like twenty four hours, I don't think that's terrible, but like still, it's threads. You know, it either becomes Twitter or it becomes MySpace. No way, it won't have the peak of MySpace. So, oh man,
1: top eight. Do we release our our rankings in the form of a top eight?
0: Honestly, though, like at one point when we were first thinking of this, before I was like, you wanted to do, like when I was like, yeah, why doesn't anyone do this? That kind of thing. I was like, technically, sevens like. The mathematically correct number.
1: Mm, yeah,
0: yeah. Technically, when you get down to it by percentage, it works out. If you're going, I. But then again, I was just factoring the core four, not the other ones, because I was like, yeah, six never getting True. Yeah, because I'm just like, this is cluttering the sheet. I'm not using these people.
1: <laughs> cluttering the sheets. I won't leave in there. Some chaos. It's fine.
0: One day I'm going to accidentally hit like the Vallejo seaweed in the two spot. It can and it's going to Having be amazing. I'm like, why'd you rank Vallejo? I'm like, I rank Vallejo?
1: Dude, you think I'd ask? Yeah. I'd
0: be like, it sounds good to me. Uh, yeah, well, we also had the incident the one time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, any case, so follow there, follow the show, rate, review, subscribe, another deal. Until next time, don't forget, play ball.